So I'm almost afraid to tell you because, you know, everybody rolls their eyes uh, because, you know, CrossFitters have to let everybody know that they CrossFit, right? (laughs) Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fluff to Buff Fitness Podcast. This is Johnny. Jake won't be joining me today. However, I do have a longtime friend of mine and guest that I'm excited for you to meet. Her name is Michelle Rowell. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Me too. (laughs) Now, Michelle, our friends that are listening don't know this, but um, you guys, it's really cool. I actually met Michelle back when I was a teenager. I was, I think, 17. It was the first band I ever played in. And Michelle um, was a singer in that band and her husband, Brian, was the drummer for the band. So we go way back as far as um, our connection. Uh, Michelle, are you still singing any of these days? Um, I sing around the house and yeah. uh, me and Brian were just talking about the other day, maybe doing some singing on some stories or something like that because he's been playing drums lately. That's but cool. What was the name of the band? I already forgot. The Herd. The Herd. H-E-A-R-D. That's right. H-E-A-R-D. No. <laughs> yes, The Herd. Uh, I can't believe you can remember that. How old are oh, you now? How old am I now? Yes. You're not supposed to ask somebody how old they are well, when they already feel old. a lady. Old. You're a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, I'm 48. It has been 31 years since we met. Okay. So I'm 55. So I'm, what, seven years older than you? So I was like 24. <laughs> yeah. We were all babies. I think we were all babies. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so cool thing um, is that even even though this is the beauty of Facebook, right? Like I, I moved to a different town. Uh, Michelle and Brian and I haven't necessarily been in the same circles for 30 years. I mean, it's been a really long time, but the magic of Facebook, we connected and I've been able to watch sort of a little bit um, from a distance as you, as your, your kids were growing. Like I know one of your sons, at least one of your kids, do you have more than one kid? (laughs) We have one kid. You do have one kid. Just turned 25, but that's okay. So maybe the reason I thought you had more than one is because of how long I've been following you on Facebook enough to see when he was younger and now he's 25. That's probably what it is. Yes. Yes. He just (laughs) turned 25 last week, actually. Very cool. And he plays the guitar. He's a musician as well. Yes. He's a professional. He's actually a registered nurse um, and works as a travel nurse. And he is a professional musician. He plays for Andy Stanley Church's Maverick City Music and Tribal. So it's actually recording... Wednesday and Thursday this week with Tribal, I think. Whenever. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. So, Michelle, one of the things, though, that I have noticed also, obviously, over the last several years um, is your involvement in fitness. Back, at, I've talked about years ago um, when I was doing a marketing campaign for a 5K, and it was the first time I had ever tried to do a 5K. And that was, that was the most recent time I know that you and I sort of connected. You ended up coming and getting involved in that, and, and we're real... Uh, just encouraging to me at that point. Um, so I know you've been involved in fitness for a while, but could you tell me a little bit about that in detail? I don't think we ever really talked much and I'd love to learn more about where that decision to be like consistently active, like how that happened for you. Um, I've actually been working out since I was like 16 years old. For some reason, when I was 16, I was interested in aerobics mm-hmm. and, um, 
I believe it was called Connections to Fitness or it was over on Commercial Circle. It was just in that older part of Warner Robins. Mm-hmm. And so I was working out then. And then um, when Bryce was young, I was a step, a Reebok certified step aerobics instructor. Mm-hmm. So I've always just kind of been interested in working out. Um, I've mm-hmm. always kind of struggled with my weight. My family tends to have weight issues. And I guess somehow early on, um, I became interested in it. I don't know why, but I just mm-hmm. was. And um, I was never like athletic growing up. I wasn't picked for, you know, basketball or dodgeball or anything like that. But um, somehow, I guess aerobics because of the music aspect of it, maybe. Sure. Um, I really liked it and I liked to dance and stuff. And then um, I ran for a while. And um, in 2012, in November Mm -hmm. 2012, I ran my first full marathon. I had run lots of half marathons. But when I got done with that marathon, I was like, what is next? And I was actually perusing Pinterest and I saw this thing about a CrossFit woman mm-hmm. and I clicked on it and I was like, Ooh, I want to look like that. How do you look like that? And right. so I just kind of looked into it. And then like the next week I was driving down the street in one Robbins uh, mm-hmm. and there was a CrossFit and I was like, what, you know, this must <laughs> be meant to be. And so I walked into the CrossFit and they basically told me that I wasn't fit. And I was like, what? I just ran a full marathon. And they were like, you have no muscles. You, all you do is run. And it never clicked wow. to me that weightlifting was really important in getting mm-hmm. in shape. So anyway, um, I bought like a 10 visit pass and mm-hmm. I knew like the second or third time that this was something that I was really interested in. Um, Gotcha. Because it was different every day. And right. um, actually, in November will be 10 years that I've been doing CrossFit, which is wow. insane. And I'm very consistent with it. So that is awesome. <laughs> 10 years. So that's, that was, that has to have been close to when CrossFit was first really kicking off. So I think CrossFit actually started around 2000, um, 2006 or 2007. I have to look at the actual date. Okay. Um, but, I know that they were having CrossFit games, um, or sorry, the CrossFit Open and stuff before mm-hmm. I started it. So, gotcha. but I think somewhere around 2006, 2007 um, was whenever it came about. Right on. So now I've never, I, I obviously am familiar with CrossFit from hearing about it, from seeing pictures and seeing, you know, video clips and things at different times. Um, but I've never been to a CrossFit gym or participated in any CrossFit sessions. Can you tell me and our listeners, because our listeners are coming from all different walks of life and, and various fitness programs and, and things. Can you tell me a little bit about CrossFit? Like what exactly is going on? Like what are you, what's happening? So I'm almost afraid to tell you because, you know, everybody rolls their eyes because, uh, you know, CrossFitters have to let everybody know that they CrossFit, right? <laughs> but um, so basically it is high intensity, um, constantly varied functional movements. And so in other words, every day the movements are different, but they are programmed in such a way that it will produce certain results in your body. So you may do 400 meters of run, come back and do 10 power cleans, which is a type of uh, lift um, with weights with the barbell and then go back and do that again. And, you know, you may do that for 10 rounds or, Mm -hmm. you know, they may say you have 20 minutes um, to finish, you know, a particular set of movements, pull ups, you know, 20 push ups, 10 uh, pull ups, you know, a mile run and then, you know, however long it takes you to do that. So there's, gotcha. it's different every single day, but it's a combination basically of cardio and weightlifting and, and it's put together in such a manner, um, that it 
creates a certain type of physique. I mean, I can almost look mm-hmm. at the body and tell if they crossfit or not versus being like a bodybuilder or a power lifter. Gotcha. Um, once you do it long enough, you can just kind of tell. Gotcha. Okay. Very cool. Now, so is there someone like whoever runs the gym that's determining, you know, that workout and is, does everybody that show up that day, like everybody has the same, you know, prescription basically, or is it based on where you are, you know, beginner, intermediate and that kind of thing? Um, so CrossFit, if you go to the CrossFit.com um, website, I believe it's CrossFit.com. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, um, they have a workout every day for you to do. So you could technically do CrossFit at home if you had the right equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, and some some gyms follow that. Um, there's lots of other programming out there. We have someone in our gym that does the programming. He's excellent. But we have used Comp Train in our gym, I believe. Um, but there's uh, there's um, Matt Frazier's Rich Froning. These are famous um, Mayhem programming. I mean, there's all kinds of okay. programs. Oh, and to clarify, CrossFit was actually started in 2000, which I didn't realize that. Oh, wow. I don't okay. think it became really well known until, you know, 2004, 2005, 2006, seven, sometime in that area. Gotcha. That makes sense. So at your gym, is everybody that works out at your gym doing the same exercises? Maybe different weights or whatever, depending on where they are. But is everybody doing the same? Yes. So typically, like on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, we have a strength portion and we have maybe 20, 25 minutes to do that. And that could be power cleans, deadlifts, um, overhead squats. It's different movements. Um, mm-hmm. and so, or different forms of weightlifting and right. everybody scales it, um, to their level. So if you're brand new, obviously you're not going to be lifting a hundred pounds. You'll be right. possibly doing a PVC pipe, which is what I started with. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe a 15 or 25 pound bar, um, or just the bar alone. Um, right. Gotcha. And, um, what was the other aspect of the question? You asked what they would be doing. And just if, if everybody's doing the same thing on the same day, like everyone has the same, yes. here's your workout so, you're supposed to do today. So typically most CrossFit gyms, um, you follow their programming. There are some that allow, that have like a little area to the side. If you want to do your own programming, they'll let you do that. But mm-hmm. at my gym, you follow the programming that they right. prescribe. I think day. that's cool. Cause I mean, at that point you, you've kind of got the, we're all in the same boat, you know, rowing in the same direction kind of thing. As far as sort of right. the camaraderie in the community, that's right. one of the things Jake and I have, have both really been high on um, in both of our programs and, and activities that we do are the communities that we're involved in and having that regular connection with other people that are doing the same thing we're doing. Um, just how much of a difference that makes in in the ability to be consistent, in that want to, right, to show up every day or every other day or whatever your pattern is, um, is that there is that community that that's doing it with you. You're not alone, you know? Yeah. And uh, CrossFit is, um, you know, it is intense and you don't often have people tell me, well, I'm not in good enough shape to get into CrossFit. And I try to tell them that, you know, you don't get in shape for CrossFit. CrossFit gets you into shape. So mm-hmm. um, it is intense and there's something to be said for suffering <laughs> with yeah. Yeah, other people that helps you get through it <laughs> and the encouragement of people who may have already finished the workout when you haven't finished the workout. And I'm older, so sometimes I'm not um, in the first group of people. Um, most of the time, I'm not in the first group of people to finish the workout. So mm-hmm. it's nice to have people um, cheering you on. So it's a very close-knit community and you become very good friends with a lot of the other members typically 
Um, right. It's just a it's just a tight community. I think that's awesome. Now, I've also noticed, Michelle, in, in the process of, of all that you've been doing, being more verbal, I guess, maybe because of Facebook, it's, I've noticed it more over the last couple of years. Um, but as you've said, you've been involved in it for 10 years. But somewhere along, along the lines, I saw where you actually had launched your own um, sort of line of like athletic wear. Can you talk a little bit about that? Tell me how that came to be and, and, and tell us about it. So, um, when I got on Instagram, so I was on Facebook originally and, you know, Facebook, I I just used my, my name, but Mm -hmm. on Instagram, you have a handle. And so Mm -hmm. I was really involved in CrossFit and, um, I really loved it. I I had started going pretty much every day after a few years, I would go six to seven days a week. And, um, so my handle on Instagram was middle-aged CrossFitter Mm -hmm. and, um, I would get like messages from people that were middle-aged and you know we would kind of talk back and forth and I realized like you know there was other people like me and I would buy clothing and um there was just nobody that I thought that represented us but then this lady came out with this clothing called old lady gains Uh and um I wasn't quite sure like I liked her clothing but I was like I don't really like being called an old lady I wasn't quite ready for that (laughs) and because well I was middle-aged you know and then you know somebody who's like 35 is considered a master's athlete in CrossFit so right older athlete so I was like dang well they're not you know old so I um thought about just launching something called um Mac Apparel which was middle-aged CrossFitter Mm -hmm. apparel but you cannot use the word CrossFit in any shape or form. You're not supposed to uh, because, uh, you know, it's trademarked, right? And they, right. like, you know, they could sue you. So um, one day Bryce was like, Mom, why don't you just call it Ageless Athletics? And I was like, bingo. Yeah, so, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I mean, he actually came up with the name. Um, so I just decided to develop shirts that had a play on the word age. Um uh-huh. And so when I had decided, when I, the first shirt that I had was ageless. And that's when Bryce said, I came up with the word ageless because I was trying to describe like somebody who wants to continue to work out and not necessarily be young, but prove that middle agers and older folks can work out and be healthy, fit and strong. And you sure. don't have to get old and be old. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like at one of the churches that my husband went to, the 50-year-olds were called keen-agers, like K-E-E-N-A-G-E-R. Oh, I love it. Like they're old. And I'm like, and people used to retire like at 50, yeah. you know? And yeah. so to me, it's just, and I'm sure you feel the same way. You're seven years younger than me. So you're, you know, in your <laughs> 40s, like all of a sudden 50 isn't old, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and especially if you're working out and you're part of a community where you're working out with younger people, it keeps you kind of younger, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, anyway, I just wanted to spread the message that we weren't too um, too old to be healthy, fit, and strong, that we were never too old. I and love that. So anyway, uh, that's how it started. <laughs> and gotcha. I started with one shirt uh, for ladies and then I started making a few, like some men asked me to make a shirt. So it's still very, very, very small business. It's just me and me and Brian, basically, mm-hmm. you know? Gotcha. That's but awesome, though. I, I, and I, I love the message behind it, to be really honest with you. That's in for me personally, because my journey has been more hit or miss most of my life. 
Um, and until I got started in January again, I mean, I was at the, just the worst possible, you know, health fitness level I, I could be at. Um, but having made the strides that I have just since January, I feel 10 years younger than I did in January. I feel more capable. I feel more energetic, like all of those things. So there's such a contrast between being a sedentary 48 year old and being a fit, healthy, active, capable 48 year old. There is a huge difference there. Um, but I love the, I love the whole, the whole concept, the whole idea and the whole message of you're, you're never too old. Like you're, you're not too old to be healthy, to be fit. I think that one and, and, and honestly, Johnny, a lot of it is, I mean, the majority of it is nutrition, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I know that, but there's something to be said for lifting weights as we age, um, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people have back pain and things like that. And you, and you know, my message is just to do what you can do within, you know, with what you got, just mm-hmm. the best that you can do, but you definitely need to be lifting weights and yeah. um, it makes your bones stronger and you'll stand up straighter. You won't be hunched over. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of things that it adds to us um, as we age and keeps us younger. So um, I I was curious as to what you were doing exactly. Yeah. So I got started um, with a virtual reality headset. Oh my Um, gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. With an app, the app is called Supernatural. Um, and it, it is led by fitness instructors. I mean, it's, in, it's not just a video game that makes you sweat. It's intentional with all of the movements, um, that you're doing, but it is set to music. Uh-huh. Um, you are immersed into an environment where you're either holding bats or you have boxing gloves on. Oh, that's awesome. And so to the rhythm of the music, you have targets that are coming your way that are pointing in different directions or they're. Uh, or they're a little bit higher or a little bit lower. And so the whole goal is that you're, you're busting these targets, you're busting balloons, right? You're, you're popping these targets as they come at you. Um, but you're also, <laughs> excuse me, there are also triangles that come at you um, that are either leaning one way or the other, or it's just, you know, just straight in front of you, but it's kind of a short little triangle. And the whole thing there is that you're squatting and lunging, right? In, in order to stay under the triangle. Because it gamifies this activity and it's set to music and you're immersed in this environment, it feels like from day one, you feel like you have this perfect athletic form because you're in a headset. You're not seeing yourself in a mirror. You're not seeing yourself struggle to do the squat. You're just trying to get under the triangle, right? Right, right. It encourages this movement. That's so And day one... Well, I should say day two, when I got up the next morning, I was so sore. I literally had to use the handrail to get down the stairs and take one step at a time. I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize in that, that first day, I think I did 28 minutes, you know, worth of, of the app. Um, I had done like 180 squats and lunges, you know, um, you just don't realize how much you're doing. So it's, I, I would say that it's, it's heavier cardio than anything, but it it is high enough intensity as you progress in the app uh, that there's a lot of toning that's happening because of the squats and lunges, the abdominal um, Mm -hmm. tightening that you're doing in your core in order to maintain proper balance to go through this stuff. It's just that you're not holding weights, but it is enough of a rigorous movement that 
in the first three months, I noticed a huge difference in the toning in my legs, in my abs, in my shoulders, in my arms, um, even my pecs from the from the swinging. I did, however, at that point, want more and knew I needed more. Um, once I kind of had woken my body up from, you know, being a bowl of jello, um, I did start going to a gym three days a week um, and doing high repetition, low weight, uh-huh. um, full body three times. A week. So every time I go, I'm not just focusing on legs one day and, and you know, shoulders another day and chest. Um, I'm doing whole body three times a week. And then every fifth visit, I do a max push. So instead of doing low weight for, you know, long intervals, um, I, I do a traditional like 12 reps or 15 reps yeah. and push the weight as much as I can. Awesome. Um, so I'm getting a little bit of the, the bulk type build, but I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder either. It really is more that functional strength and, and growing, trying to grow my muscles so that, you know, I'm capable first of all, but second of all, it does help my metabolism as well. I'm burning more, um, you know, during the day, um, th- rather than just sitting. So, well, yeah. I mean, you know, it sounds like you definitely just wanted to get healthier and mm-hmm. I mean, that's the goal, right? I mean, there's uh, there's something nice to be said about having an athletic physique, but definitely being healthier is really the goal. And to be healthy, um, yeah, yeah, healthy absolutely. In America is um, it's a job. It's a second job. It's what I, I'm a nurse practitioner, and I actually work with a weight loss surgeon, like my mm-hmm. 600 pound life type patients. Mm-hmm. And I tell my patients all the time that. Um, you know, it's a job to be healthy in America. It's a second job. You have to, you have to put the work in because we go yeah. through a window. Most people go through a window to get their food. Yeah. And, um, we just have to change that. And we have to let people know that, um, whether it's CrossFit or, um, you know, virtual reality exercise, whatever exercise is accessible to everybody and it's scalable yeah. for everybody. Um, yeah. and, um, now CrossFit, it's been criticized a lot for causing more injuries than other sports activities. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Journal of Sports Rehabilitation found that um, the risk of participating in CrossFit is no worse than, you know, any other sport. So yeah. whether you do CrossFit or weightlifting or whatever, you got to find what works for you and what you feel safe doing. And, yeah. you, you know, you got to move. You got to lift. Got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's something Jake and I have said from the very first episode is you got to show up. Yes. You got to show up. Find a way, not an excuse, right? Because their life will give you plenty of excuses to stay sedentary. Well, I'm stressed. Well, I'm tired. Well, my car broke down today, so I'm depressed. Right. I'm anxious. Like life's going to give you every excuse in the book. You got to push them aside and find a way instead of finding an excuse. And when you start doing that on a regular basis, you literally build not just the physical momentum. I believe we build the mental fortitude. We build a mental, emotional, uh, psychological momentum as well that will help then carry more consistency. It'll help carry more days. Um, I'm today was day 296 days in a row for me of being active every single day. And it dawned on me today. It's not even anywhere close to a question of if anymore. It really isn't like, there's no part of me that goes, am I going to, am I going to do this again today? There's no part of me. Enough momentum has now been built, um, that it's, it's going to happen. It's a matter of when, 
and how am I going to get in early? Am I going to get in on my lunch break? When, when am I going to get active today? Not am I going to be active today? Um, but it takes time to get there. You have to show up in the beginning. And the easiest way to do that is exactly what you just said. Find what works for you. Well, the you know? cool thing is that um, one thing that I noticed with you and that I think that I think is really important, especially like with my patients and then also in my life was that you had to find something that you could maintain. So you started out with something that you did at home mm-hmm. because it was easy to do it at home. Right. I'm assuming yeah. that you were doing this at home. Oh, it's and, at home. Um, Easy and fun. Yeah, right. for me. And it, yeah. You, all you had to do was put on your, you know, your headset and start boxing and punching at these, you know, and kicking or whatever <laughs> at squatting. Yeah. And so that's the other thing is that um, your whatever fitness you choose, it has to be something that you will maintain. And, you, you know, you don't, don't want to start out at six days a week. I did it. I did CrossFit for three days a week for more than a year, probably two years. And then I started going to four days a week and then five days a week and then six days a week and then seven days a week. And the only reason I don't go seven days a week now is because my gym is closed on Sundays. And I recently dropped back to two rest days a week just because of the amount of weightlifting that we do. Mm -hmm. And you can't build muscle if you don't let it rest. So exactly. anyway, um, but the, my CrossFit gym and we're fortunate uh, where I live, there's three CrossFit gyms and all three of them are probably within eight miles of my house but um the one that i go to now is you know five minutes from my house and so i get up at 4 30 in the morning and put my clothes on and i'm there by five and we're going you know so yeah uh, i found a time that worked with me and my job and um i'm not saying it's always fun to get up at that time of day but <laughs> it's a habit it's part of it's my lifestyle now that and that's what you've done too you it's your yeah. lifestyle and that's what you yeah. have to get to i think yeah I agree. I know for Jake and I, one of the one of the things that we've focused on too is, especially again, if you are coming from sedentary, is like don't be afraid to celebrate your effort, not just your achievement. Like you don't have to wait until you've lost twenty pounds to say, "Look, I did something." Um, in order to build that momentum and that mental momentum to be consistent, it's it is okay to say, "I showed up today," and pat yourself on the dang back that you freaking got off the couch. Like that is a huge move for someone who has been completely sedentary. I showed up and I did something and I sweat today, you know, um, celebrate that and build sort of that, that frequency and that habit of positive mindset about your efforts instead of going, wait, wait, nope, it's not enough yet. Nope. Can't celebrate yet. Can't feel good about yourself yet. You got to wait longer. Oh, yeah. You can't do that, yeah. mess. You, you've yeah. got to say, nope, I showed up. I showed up for me. I did something for me and I feel great about it. Yay me. And then now show up again tomorrow. Right? <laughs> right. Well, it's those small steps that lead to progress, right? It's the mm-hmm. small everyday things that you do because you're not going to see change immediately. You know, it's going to take a while to see change. And then there's these non-scale victories like, you know, hey, I didn't, um, I didn't go through a fast food window for you know, three months. I haven't like, those are things that I challenge my patients to do. It's like, yeah, you know, try, try to see how long you can go without going through a fast food window. It should be so rare, you know, or, um, you know, like maybe you didn't lose weight, but you noticed that your pants were hanging off of you, you know, things like that are what gets you through and carries you through. Because honestly, it has nothing to do with motivation. It's all about, it's a decision and it's Mm -hmm. a decision to be disciplined. Um, 
and um, I was I was joking with Brian today because he wanted me to come to 9:30 a.m. class, but I like my 5 a.m. class. I like to get up early, do it, and have the rest of my day. And yeah. I mean, I literally had to kind of think about it whenever he was like, "Hey, come to class with me at 9:30," and I was thinking, "Hmm, I don't <laughs> know. I'm so disciplined to going to that class." Yeah. Um, and I went with him, and it was fine. But it, you know, it's just something that I'm not going to miss typically unless yeah. I absolutely have to or yeah. I'm out of town and even if I'm out of town I go to a CrossFit gym yeah so it I just hear you. so I mean you, you know that's you're in the right mindset for long-term success you have to have that decision of discipline basically yeah. it's a decision to be healthy I um, love it in America that's my that's the way that I look at it I hear you. I'm, and I totally agree. Um, Jake and I both love the non-scale victory um, aspect of of celebrating and, and, and looking for wins and stuff as well. Um, and that was probably the first the first thing for me um, before anybody could have even looked looked at me physically and said, hey, are you losing weight? Before any of that happened, my resting I remember the first time I looked at my chart and my resting heart rate was down by 10 beats a minute. Wow. Um, from what it had been. And then a couple months later, it was down by, you know, 14 beats a minute. Um, and now, great day. It's like 24 or 25 beats a minute lower than it was on January 1. Uh, my walking heart rate, the same thing. It's like 28 beats a minute slower now. If I go for a walk around the block versus when I would go just walk to the mailbox, you know, a year ago, um, it, it was just ridiculously, you know, crazy. But that's not something anybody else sees, Michelle, right? That's right. that's the fitness and the health and the, the cardio strength. Like that means your heart is that much more efficient than it used to be. Um, so anyway, those those things I think are a really big deal. And we, we try to encourage our friends to look for those as well, because the scale, as far as I'm concerned, tie a rope to it and use that for a freaking boat anchor, man. Gravity is not the only or best way to measure whether or not you're healthy and fit. Right. It's just not, you know, it's right. it's a tool. But man, we have gotten in our society to the point where we focus on that so much. And I guarantee you, if you saw me January 1 and you saw me today, you might say, how much weight have you lost? But it wouldn't be because you came over and picked me up in January and picked me up today and said, <laughs> you feel lighter today. Yeah. It wouldn't yeah. be that. It wouldn't be actual pounds that you you know, are comparing, it would be size, fitness, complexion, you know, wow, you don't look like you're going to pass out and tie in your shoes, you know, <laughs> all of those right, things. Right, um, right. So that's what I aim for too. That's what we aim for. But yeah. Anyway, um, well, listen, one last thing I, just, I wanted to ask you, this is something I like to ask all of our guests. Um, if, if you were in an elevator with somebody, like you got in the elevator oh, and you know, you're going to be in the elevator for a minute right? You've only got one minute. And they looked at you and saw your ageless athletic shirt and they know you're, they can tell like you're a fitness person and they're struggling. They want to get started, but they just haven't, right? And they're like, I don't even know where to start. What would you tell them? Um, I would just say, I think I would say that, you know, I'm an average person. There's nothing special about me or different about me than you, you know, as long as you have two arms and two legs, or even if you don't, you can still work out, but you know, it's just a decision. You just have to make that decision and you have to take that first step. And that first step is obviously a decision. And then you, you know, 
go step into a gym or you find a friend to work out with or you start walking, but you have to take that first step. And that first step could be the step that leads you into better health and into a better life, a longer life to where you could see your grandkids and to where you could actually play with your grandkids maybe someday down the road um, or play with your children now. Um, but, you know, health is re- health really is wealth. And mm-hmm. if you don't have your health, you don't have anything because you can't do anything. And, um, you know, I joke with my patients that God didn't make us to last forever. We're not, we all have to die of something. But while you're on this earth, you should try to live the best life that you can and live your, and living your best life involves eating well and healthy and working out and lifting weights and doing some cardio that right on that's what i would say yeah no that's great and if i can do it anybody can do it oh i love it and i I love what you said at the very top too when you were first starting to talk about crossfit when you said you know how some people will will say well i'm not fit enough you know i'm not in good enough shape for crossfit um i think that what you've just said connects to that and was something that I see often with friends who say, I'm just not ready yet. I I don't have my ducks in a row, right? I'm just not, I don't have all my stuff together to really go after this fitness journey. And I want to tell them, you're never going to get your stuff together. You have to take that first step. Well, Donnie, there's, yeah, there's always going to be stressors always. And you can't let stress dictate how you take care of yourself. Well, I got to go take care of my mother or I got to do this. Well, my mom had a stroke and I still managed to go to CrossFit every morning. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. you went to, and took care of her after work. I mean, mm-hmm. I found a way to take care of myself um, while I was taking care of her. So you just have to, like I said, it's a decision um, and dis- it has nothing to do with motivation. None of us are motivated every day. So um, that's right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I dig it. I Listen, Michelle, it has been so cool getting to connect with you uh, for a longer conversation than I we've know. probably had in 30 so years. I did. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And I'm so, listen, I'm so proud of what you're doing, um, not only in CrossFit. I've seen even other friends of ours, I think, that have been inspired, um, you know, or at least connect with you. It seems like we have some mutual friends that are, are fairly new to CrossFit that seem to be doing so well. And especially proud of you for launching out with your... Um, with your clothing line with Ageless Athletics. I just love the name. I love the concept behind that too. So thank you for sharing all of that with us. Can you tell us, is there a website or a link we can send our friends to, to take a look at, um, at your, your clothing? clothing Oh yeah. Um, shop agelessathletics.com. And, um, I'm on IG, Facebook and TikTok. Yes. I'm on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, friends who are listening, please do me a favor. Please go check out uh, shop ageless, shop ageless And that's also your Instagram as well. Um, my Instagram is just at ageless athletics ageless or, athletics, and my it. personal is at middle age CrossFitter. I would love any follows. Okay. I would appreciate Got that. It. Got it. So friends do that, do that for me. Um, go check out Michelle's website, Instagram, Facebook and um, join me again next time. Jake will be back with me for Saturday Matters here on Fluff to Buff.